this is not the finale of season three. It is not. <laughs> or is it? Uh, oh, this Ooh. is a podcast where we play it Dungeons is. and Dragons. Yay. This is a podcast with, who? with each other. Where I do not play Dungeons and Dragons ever. Where we all play Dungeons and Dragons and Jeffrey tries to ruin it. <laughs> everyone, welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for everyone in the whole world. I'm Paul, I'm your Dungeon Master, and tonight I'm joined by four friends of mine. Hey guys, it's Jeremy, and I play Sutsaurus. I'm Jeffrey. And? And? I play... Oh my gosh, Jeffrey. Please. We ain't ever going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Come on, Jeffrey. Oh, I play Servants Off the Wall. Thank you very much <laughs> for doing the bare minimum expected of a human being that is a part of this podcast. Alan. I'm Alan, and I play Chargensis Kintle. I'm Felicia, and I play Misk. Thank you all for joining us. There's a lot of jokes about a finale, and that's because we are very, very near to that season three finale, but we're not there yet. But to help expedite things and to get going, we're going to uh, we're going to skip the usual five-star reviews and all those things for tonight and the next episode. It's, 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 it's finale season, folks, so we're going to get right to it. I shall begin with the rolling of this giant blue D20. Mmm. Yeet. What is it? What no, is even, it? Let's just stop. We just need to leave, okay? Natty 20. What? It's not the finale, so I'm fine. Natty 20. Oh, did I forgot to tell you all this is actually the finale? No. <laughs> <laughs> it just became the finale. Can we rest before the finale? I don't have any spell slots. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm out of hip. I'm hurt. Probs. Oh, God. Come on, guys. I'm not, th- I'm not that mean. Yeah, you are. Let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. Last time our adventurers made their way through the hidden tunnels deep inside the quaking circle, the kingdom of earth and stone. They headed toward the sleeping quarters, the living quarters of the king and queen of the quaking circle, where Saul, Vance, Misk, and Char were allowed to go inside to try and heal the queen from some deadly wound that she had received from one of these forsaken beasts. And Saul kind of did it. Going inside, Char used his magic to test out the wound to see if it could be healed. It was obviously festered with some sort of evil corruption from this forsaken monster. His magic had the expected effect, and the wound battled against it and won. Then Saul and Vance, working together, called upon their deity, Pelor, in prayer. They managed to drive the corruption out from the wound, saving the queen's life. While doing so, the king granted them an audience, and so the four of them, along with the rest of their group that had traveled all the way from the sinking circle, they headed through the tunnels again, avoiding people, making it to a dining hall where they were to meet with the king. They were well-fed, and the king came inside to hear Saul's request. They requested that the king give them an army 
to use so that they might distract all the tenants of the Forsaken so that they might strike at the heart of this headless dragon. Putting all of his cards on the table, Saul admitted that he had a pact with Paylor. He admitted and confessed concerning the chained god. What was chained will be unleashed. And then his final card, that one Tormetvas, the Howler, was with them in the room. The Howler and King Jord, obviously having some history, stood to their feet and began to converse. That's what's happening. They're both standing to their feet, Saul. Do you interject? Anyone interject? I don't think it's an interjection. Okay, so it's Paul talking to Paul. Let's do it. Yes, this episode begins with none of the players <laughs> speaking. <laughs> who? Wait, who was the last person to say something? Uh, Torment boss. He he called him Jordy, and then he said, "How are? You, how is this possible? You're supposed to be dead." And then he said, "Well, I'm here." Blah blah blah. And then he was like, "You want to help us kill a god?" And Saul stands up and goes, "Those jorts look uncomfortable." <laughs> <laughs> no. Saul uh, grins and kind of like takes a step towards the howler. Okay. I think that's exactly what we need to do. Uh, King George speaks up. You have brought the wielder of the Hellburner Blade into my home. He's an excellent... Do you know who this devil is? (laughs) I had the same reaction the first time I heard it, too. However, he does have the ability to strike down devils. In case you've forgotten, Jordy. (laughs) And currently is a great asset in our endeavors. We need every devil we can get. I refuse to stand alongside this Cretan. He's from Crete. Uh, come now, Jordy. These are desperate times. I never thought I'd stand alongside one of the kings who took my own life from me. Or at least tried. Turns out it didn't stick. How about a friend? Sorry. <gasps> <laughs> Because I never thought I'd die fighting beside an elf. How about a friend? Char. Char, please. Char. Char says, uh, how about a friend? <laughs> I'm dead. Literally okay. nobody's friend. How yeah. about a friend? Everyone hates his no guts. Friend, no one. Everyone hates his guts. The guy his friend was the king that they just killed. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. But here we are, and it seems that the hells are about to be annihilated by this beast. So surely we can put a millennia-old uh, feud behind us for just a few days. Uh, King George stands there with his hand on his maul, uh, looking pretty obstinate. Uh, but he doesn't speak for a moment. Good king, I don't necessarily intend for the Howler to march beside you, per se. It should be that he travels with us. Part of the primary party to strike at the Forsaken. I understand this. Perhaps this is just a necessary evil based on what you have already shown me and for what you have done for my dear queen. Uh, I'm just not sure that I can place the fate of all my people on this small chance. You understand. I do understand. I also understand if we do nothing, the Forsaken will eventually sweep all of the hells, including your home. That remains to be seen. We have kept them out pretty well so far. 
Bring me your worm, Ryder. What does he say of it? You speak of Vic. I speak of the losses I saw on the battlefield. And yes, Vic. I feel like he knows exactly what the front lines of your defenses are seeing. If I recall correctly, the only reason my defenses, as you call them, were at risk is because you and your friends appeared in our territory. Maybe. Honestly, that could be the truth. I feel like your men would have another story. About that time, the door opens again into this uh, sort of dining hall. And coming inside, walking slowly, using a tall scepter as a sort of cane, is the good queen, Shaylin Teal, the one you just rescued. She steps inside, and Jord automatically sort of, uh, he kind of looks at her with a surprised look, and he says, My queen, you are still on the mend. And she sort of raises a hand to silence him. My queen. My queen. That will be enough, Jord. I feel that my presence is necessary for these sort of discussions. Wouldn't you agree? As she walks straight up to Saul. Saul, are you and Vance, like, nearby one another? Mm-hmm. I think we all were sitting around You're the all same... like, on this long... It's a big, long table. Yeah, I think we were, like, on the same side. Okay, she comes up to the two of you, uh, looking at Vance. She steps forward, placing a hand on your shoulder, uh, Vance, and she says... I must thank you personally for what you have done for this kingdom and for me. And then she looks at Saul as well. And you, Prince Satsaris. My lady. If not for the two of you, I believe I would not have survived many days more. What about Char? Really, all four of you. If not for your aid, I don't know what would have happened to our kingdom. My dear husband, surely we would not deny the help of our forces to those that have saved my life. Uh, you see King George kind of look down and shuffle uncomfortably. My queen, I'm not implying that it's, they have not done us a great service. Yes, my dear, I believe that is exactly what you're implying. Have I not told you for these long years that we cannot shut our gates forever? There's a awkward silence. Saul smiles at Misk. She raises uh, her shirt to show the wound on her side that is now healed, but you can still see sort of the remnants of the scar, and it looks incredible compared to the way it did when you all saw it just a few hours ago. But, pointing to it, she says, Did this happen outside of our kingdom? Or am I mistaken? Did I not stumble upon one of these forsaken beasts within our own halls? The king drops his head completely. Ah. He says, We have closed that hall. We have we have caved it. It is gone. It is finished. They will not breach again. Of course they will, my dear. And that is why we will lend you our armies, Satsaris. Sweet. Um, Saul stands up and, like, takes a knee. You do me a great honor, my lady. The honor is all mine, but I would like to know exactly how you intend to do this. Sasara stands up, looks at his compatriots, and looks back at her, pulls out a cigar and lights it. Mm. It's pretty simple, probably too simple, 
we need a distraction. Yes. I need to pull away enough of the Forsaken, enough of the, his <sighs> creatures, monsters, demons, whatever they are. And if enough of them pull away, perhaps a smaller force can strike into the very heart of the Forsaken Circle. Perhaps we can find him in whatever keep he has. Okay, so quick reminder. Uh, last episode, um, Jord actually told you all that they have intel about that. That there is this gigantic black sphere floating above the Forsaken Circle that the dragon has been seen entering and exiting. Uh, but that's it. None of the beasts go inside, only the dragon. Oh, it's the companion. You guys basically said, yeah, it's a companion. Said that you, um, you know, that that's where you need to go last time. Mm-hmm. Yes, my lady. I need his forces drawn away, a grand distraction, so that myself and a small group of devils can strike a decisive blow at the heart where the dragon itself sleeps. And you believe that you and your compatriots are capable of stopping this beast? We do not intend to lose. <laughs> my dear, no one ever intends to lose. My lady, we have one advantage. There are two of us that have magical power granted from outside the circles of hell. Our fires, and Saul draws his rapier and lights it with the orange fire of Paylor, mm. burn not because of the fires of hell. Rather, it's granted by a god. Yes. It almost seems that I had a vision of such a god. Did you? In my troubled slumbers. Really? What did he say? I can't exactly recall now. It is hazy. But I know this. I will give you whatever aid I have to give. Whatever power that is mine will be yours. Isn't that right? Dear husband. And Jord just gives a simple nod. <laughs> she uh, turns facing the room. So, if I am to understand correctly, what you need is for us to take our army and face the forsaken beasts in open war. As great a sacrifice as that is, yes, that's exactly what I'm asking. I mean, I... <sighs> I believe this is a... Um, I, I, I do not misunderstand me, said Saurus. I'm ready for war. We are ready for war. Yes. The Quaking Circle has hidden behind its walls of stone for far too long. It is time for us to step out again. After all the other hells have either bowed the knee or been destroyed, perhaps I am somewhat ashamed. But we will rectify this now. We will gather our forces. I ask that you gather your strength. For as trying a battle this will be for our soldiers and for us, I'm afraid the greatest trial that awaits is for you. I fear the same. Also, I hope the same. And Saul, like, takes a big drawl off of his cigar. I'll be honest, my lady. There is a part of me that worries I do not have whatever it takes to actually destroy the heart of this dragon. In fact, I feel like Paylor himself 
has tried to warn me of such, but I don't have his holy sword in front of me, but I do have his flame. Maybe it'll be enough. Perhaps you do, perhaps you do not. There is no try. I feel like we must give our best effort. As I said, the time for battle is now. We have come to an end. It will be what it will be. So I guess it's settled. We march on the Forsaken tomorrow? (laughs) We will simply take enough time for all of you to rest and for us to muster our forces. Come, the king and I will provide you with our finest provisions for the night. For all of you. She says, sort of signaling to all of you guests. Mari, Azuris, Saul, Misk, Char, Vance, Howler, Zori. Saul looks at Char, looks at the queen, and looks at Misk, and goes, he doesn't really need it. <laughs> well. Char cries. <laughs> <laughs> Elemental, thank you for what you did. Yes, you are very welcome. I see that you are of the Melting Circle, and I... I heard that the melting bowed the knee. Well, I'm from the Manumi circle. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I got this elemental thing mixed up with me, so uh, I, I really don't have much allegiance to the melting circle. Dufon Ray, he tried to use me, and I don't take too kindly to that. I never have been much of a fan of his. I've not known him that long, but I could say the same. Well... He's dead now. So. <laughs> Does Vance say that? Yes. <laughs> he is dead. Char spits on the ground and says, Rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> was he killed by the Forsaken? He was killed by us, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did it, man. We did it. You killed a king of the Nine Hills. Not me. I just helped. We did as a, as a family. He looks, uh, <laughs> he looks impressed. Well, perhaps we do have a chance. There's always a chance. Uh, he takes his maul uh, and just sort of like knocks on the floor a couple times. The door opens up and a couple of attendees step in and he swiftly gives them directions to lead you all to some comfortable quarters where you can get some rest. They are asking if you have any needs, anything, any food-wise or healing-wise, anything that you need at all uh, once you get there. Uh, they're asking you, they, they ask you all, indiv- you know, as a group individually, is there anything that you need for the night or that you would need for the battle tomorrow? Mm, you got any artillery? Orange juice. <laughs> um, what sort of artillery are you looking for? Like a tank? I don't know the names of <laughs> artillery. Okay. okay. Anti-air. <laughs> Oh, yes. We have uh, we have contingencies for the flying ones. That's good, because there'll be flying ones. Yes, I expect there will. <laughs> Pardon, Chargenzis. For those of us going to the heart of the Forsaken, it might be that we need some sort of ability to fly up into a sphere. We can provide you with something like that. Mari is with you all? Yep. Actually, Sitsaris, I have uh, something in the works for that. Thank Paylor. I mean, thank you, Mari. <laughs> she kind of gives you a sly grin. Should we also plan, to, if we need to fly into a more complex shape like a dodecahedron? I, I don't see this going anywhere. Do you all have any actual needs? Any other actual needs? I could use some fire. We can provide just, you just like a torch or? Like 
a whole bunch of fire and flame and something I can eat. No, I think he's hungry. Like some lava, oh. some 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 charcoals. We have a hearth. I will have um, I'll have some some fuel brought, some some, some coals, and you can. Do you have any fire horses? <laughs> oh no. gosh! Don't give him any nightmares. I see. I'm going to go unless anyone has anything else to think. Wait, I I do. Uh, potions, healing potions, or uh, oh, of course. Uh, we're going into battle. What else? Healing potions is is an excellent idea. Also, uh, do do we have access to your vaults? Do you have amulets of protection? I'm afraid we don't have much in the way of that to offer you. You understand, but we do have we do have a number of of devices for healing that we can offer. I will see what we can come up with and bring it to you in the morning after you get a good rest. That would be much appreciated. Anyone else? He, he asked for healing potions. They're going to provide you with some healing potions. Anything else real quick offhand? Anyone? Anyone? I mean, the only thing I would say would be like something just in case we need out fast or someone needs out fast. But I don't think that's possible. I can teleport. Misk is seeing if you have any waystones available. We don't have, um, well, we do, but they're going to be pretty much all used. They're very large for our our own troops if we need them. Um, we don't really have anything in the way of personal waystones. I uh, I'm, I should be recharged by then. Sure. That'll work. So you better be. I'm going Sounds to go. Uh, you all get some rest. I'll see what I can come up for, with for you all. Okay? Thank you. So you're all there. They bring a number of foods that you all just ate. They bring a lot of snacks and things. You know, They uh, they also bring some food that you can take with you if you need it. Uh, it's weird food, mostly dry char. They bring some, some large lump coal, uh, to burn for you. It's delectable. Uh, Mm. You're all here. You are going to be getting a long night's rest in a very plush sort of room. Uh, there are, um, there's, you're sort of in like an apartment with a number of rooms and cots and beds and you all sort of have your own feel of the place where you can all have your own area to rest um, and prepare yourself for the day that awaits. Does that mean we get to click the long rest button? You will, yes. Right now you're you're here. It's it's the pre-sleep. But yeah, I mean, you all can go ahead and click it. I'm not going to throw a bunch of enemies at you mid-rest or something. You, you are going to take a long rest if you want to go ahead and do that. Oh, yeah. You are here on the, the night possibly before your death. Hmm. What do you do? Don't like that. Saul has literally already been to the void and does not care. Okay. Char is going to shoot his shot with Marie. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. He's not going to do that. Oh, you're not going to do it? Okay. I was oh, ready. I was go gonna, try. Gonna, go try. It's going to give it a... Let's see what happens. Char has no aspersions of his status as a stud. Yeah. I understand. But it would have been so cool if she had been like, but Saul's over there. She already told him in the last episode that she hated him, so. Yeah, and he didn't think that it would work out. You know, you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, you know? Miss would probably talk to Saul. Okay. So, okay, so she just goes over to him, and she's she's pretty, like, kind of quiet. I don't know. Flickers kind of on her shoulder. And <laughs> I, know, I know Flicker. I'm... I'm here, ain't I? Um, so, so 
I just, you know, tomorrow might be the end. Maybe. And, I mean, earlier you were putting everything out on the table. I've been trying to. It's not easy. Uh, you know, back when Marie, Marie was talking about our mother, you know, I kind of, I don't know, Saul. I just want you to know that I'm with you 100%. It's about time. I'm just, I'm, I don't want you to doubt it. I just wanted to let you know before the biggest battle of our lives. So. So. And Saul stands up and like cocks an eyebrow at her. I was fully trusting you in Manumi and we came back and we remembered and now. You're my big sister. I have your back. I hope you have mine. Misk will put her hand out like like she's going to shake his hand and say, I've definitely got your back. With a knife. Shut up, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Saul takes hers. Do you know... I was coming to the material plane to live my own life. Do you know I was coming to the material plane to eventually I would have found mother. Eventually I would have punished you. Saul, so if you don't trust me, I mean, I get it. I, I, but I just don't understand why you didn't show up. I couldn't. I had to leave. You had to leave. Yes. You had to let your mother be cast into the natural plane to lose her immortality. I didn't know that's what they were going to do. I don't know. I don't know what makes you think I knew. All I knew was... Saul puts a hand to his head and says, Worse than death. All I knew was Serastus was going to tear our family apart either way. And he gave me an ultimatum. Ultimatum. I agree with you. Serastus will put his head on a plate at the first chance I get. He owes me more than his death. I don't. You had to go. He gave you an ultimatum. About what? He knew. He knew what I was. He knew what I was going to do to you. And this is just going to turn around. To me. To fight for his throne. To be in constant competition. I was gonna kill you, Saul. <laughs> How? Come on. You don't remember? I know you do. Showing up at the freezing circle? To, to no one? And almost dying? That wouldn't happen if I didn't... <sighs> the freezing circle and almost dying. Eli Dane. I made a deal with her, Saul. What? He's like smiling. What do you mean? I told her to set up a meeting just to where you would know. And I knew you would show up. <laughs> just so they could kill you. 
he uh, takes the cigar out of his mouth and drops it on the ground and crushes it under his foot. You mean to tell me when Zach came with a golden opportunity to do something that you were unavailable to do, that that was you setting me up to die? Yes, I mean, I I was a different devil back then, Saul. Leaving... And so was I. Leaving the nine hells and going to Monumi was the best thing to happen to me. My eyes were open, Saul. I realized that when I saw you, that I didn't want to ever lose you again. And then coming down here with the chance, remembering everything and just seeing what I did, just seeing... I'm I'm sorry. Are you done talking? Yeah. Saul crosses his arms like behind his back. You set me up to be diminished, to crawl out of the pit. Yes. On the same night, they stole Neftalia. Then, when I had a plan to save her, you abandon it because it's the greatest thing that ever happened to you? It's the greatest thing that ever happened to you that your mother, likely now, has already made it to the void. You haven't felt that. You've never been there. What's going to happen when you do? Send me there. (laughs) I'm not going to send you there. Why not? Because you're my sister. Because... Because I also am changed. I just wanted to come clean, Saul. I know that we'll, we will see our father tomorrow. Serastus, I'm sure he had a plan to tell you as soon as he saw you. I told you, don't listen to him. <sighs> I mean, like, Saul just hasn't, he has not dropped his eyes from staring her down. I know I can't fix this. I just wanted you to know that the misc that I am now, the misc I was in Monumi, that's who I wanted to be. I didn't want to be the queen of the Nine Hills. I didn't want to be the one who tried to kill her own brother, who got sent away by her father just because she had a little information over his head. I just wanted to You had a right to know. You put everything out on the table tonight. So I had to, too. Misk, I appreciate the truth. I do. And I believe you do want to be the devil I met in Manumi. I'll probably need some time to chew on this one. Don't you think? Yeah, that's fine. But as far as tomorrow goes, just know that I do have your back 100%. If afterwards you don't want to speak to me ever again, that's fine. You just take your time. And she's going to walk out. Go to bed? Yeah. Saul uh, mutters to himself, 
We'll see. Sir Vance, what are you doing at this moment? Discovering the ability to roll dice on D&D Beyond's website. For the first time? For the first time. Okay, but what is Sir Vance doing, though? For the very first the time. The very first time. <laughs> so Howler, Howler approaches you, Vance. He and Zori. Sir Vance. Yes. I'm going to... I'm going to help the quaking tomorrow. Are you helping them, or are we all helping each other? Sure, we're all helping one another. But you, I assume, are heading for a dragon. Yes. I intend to make my way there. But first, I have to show this king what I can do, and I have to show him that he can trust me, if you can believe that. Hmm. Assuming that after tomorrow, the hells persist, I'm going to need allies. And so I'm going to go with his army tomorrow, and I'm going to help them rain death on these forsaken beasts. While you and your friends go and face this dragon. And when you all inevitably die, I'll come in, kill the dragon, and steal all the glory. I had assumed that you were going to be going with us. Like I said, I'll catch up to you. As long as you don't leave us to die. Ooh. Vance, I have already told you, and you and I are still bound, are we not? We are. You have my word. So long as I don't die at the hands of these beasts, which, let's be honest, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I will come to you all as soon as I can. But I can't take Zori with me. And I can't leave her with this army without making the path safe first. And I really do need to broker an alliance with this fool. So I'll be with you in time. But, I mean, you don't really need me, do you? Look at that sword. True, I think we should be fine. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Have you named it yet? No. Well, you're running out of time. We'll see if it's worthy of a name. Hmm. We'll see. Everyone is sort of, you know, making their way to a time of rest. Downtown. Vance, Saul, you do anything before bed? Char, Misk? Um, Saul's going to try to get a hold of Paylor. Okay. Saul, you spend time in meditation and prayer? Yep. Okay. What about the rest of you? Uh, Misk is curled up in her bed. Mm. Uh, she's crying. Sure. And Flicker's just... Sleeping next to her bed. Mm. Char is also crying. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, I was gonna, I was like, is this real? I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, Vance. He's also crying. Is he praying? <laughs> you want me to? I don't care what you do. I'm, I'm just asking <laughs> you what you do. No, I'm not. I'm not asking for an actual prayer. I'm just a descriptive action. Mm. I. 
am just thinking. Okay. The next eight or so hours pass in a rest for all of you. Saul, you do not hear the voice of Paylor, but you do feel your connection with him. You know, it's different now than it was when you first got to the hills. It feels like it has strengthened. You can feel that power in your chest, that power that manifests and changes you into some celestial being or something of that nature, right? That's good news. Uh, you don't transform or anything, but you feel like it's just right there. The morning comes and uh, you are visited after you rise and begin to sort of equip yourselves. Uh, Marie comes to you, Saul. I have received a sort of um, a stone from the soldiers, from the, you know, the the storehouses, if you will, a small stone, and I've managed to enchant it to operate as a small waystone. It's not as powerful as those we kept in the burning circle, of course, but if we can get within sight of this floating sphere, then I can send you to it. Me to it? Or us to it? I'm afraid it's quite limited, um, but I have... In such a short time, only managed to empower it enough to send a few of you. Three, maybe four. Myself, Misk, Servants, and maybe Char. <laughs> Definitely Char. I'm pretty sure it can handle the four of you, yes. That seems like the most powerful among us. Unless the Howler is going with us. I don't know. I, I, we will. We can all fly, you know. So we can make our way to you soon, but if we need to send you there, then we can do it like this. That sounds like an excellent plan. Of course, I will be dropping the four of you off above the Forsaken Circle, so you may fall to your death, but hopefully not. And I think Misk can sort of spurt wings every once in a while, and if I'm not wrong, so can you. Perhaps I can. Also, I was uh, given these by one of the um, attendees last night, and she brings out a bag full of, they're not potions, they're not healing potions. It's sort of like a, like a small biscuit. You just pop it in. Uh, think like a gusher. It's, it's, not, it's not really bread. I said biscuit, but it, it's, it's some sort of substance you don't really know. But inside of it, it has the, the potion. You just pop it in and, and chew it or swallow it. And uh, you have three. There is enough for all four of you to have three. I've already added them to your character sheets. So just refresh and you'll have them. Yeet. Two greater healing potions. So you hand us a Walmart bag full of gushers. <laughs> that is, that's right. Uh, and you, have to, you split them up amongst yourselves. Two greater healing potions and one superior healing potion for each of you. Yeah. Yeah. Saul's very happy. As these don't require any uncorking or, you know, any of that stuff, you can just pop them and go. A bonus action will suffice for consuming one. Yeah. We're we're so going to die. <laughs> for sure. It's like you walk uh, into the room right before the boss fight and there's just potions yeah, everywhere. It's like, it's oh, like look, magic armor, all these potions. You get free potions this is gonna that be only bad. take a bonus action. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Hmm. It's a as you all are sort of divvying these out. There's a knock at the door, and in steps in King George and Queen Shay. Well, the hour has come. If you would all like to join us, 
My, your jorts have grown shorter. Please. <laughs> Saul turns and looks at his. His jorts. <laughs> yeah. Saul turns and look at, looks at his party. Mm. It's your party? Yeah, it's his party. My party, boy. And I can cry if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I always cry on the inside. We're a party. Out of need. But a family out of choice. (laughs) (laughs) I hope to see you all on the other side of this. Mm. What is the other side of this? Even me. He uh, walks over and grabs Miss Hand. We can do this together. Come on. She doesn't say anything. She just nods. You all follow the king and queen out, and you walk through the halls. You pass through much of the, what seems like the sort of um, center, center point of the kingdom of earth and stone. Uh, It is very sort of, it's majestic. You see these great stone pillars, a lot of carvings and, um, not carvings, but um, like statues of apparently powerful figures throughout the history of the Quaking Circle. You can tell that there are people that are very steeped in their history and their tradition. Um, but they lead you through this great area uh, where there are these great wells of water that are sort of springing up like a fountain. And then you come to two enormous stone doors. The king stepping forward with a grunt shoves them open and you all step through and inside there are legions of soldiers standing at attention and ready you also see a number of these sort of strange looking machines of war made from stone and metal yeah, things that, that none of you trebuchet n- yeah you see things like that you see catapults you see some things that you're not sure what they do Um, And there are also a number of these enormous worms as well. Uh, The assorted kind, as you saw before. And the king steps uh, into the room. You all sort of follow behind him. He steps up on a platform that allows him to look out over his legions. Fellow devils of the kingdom of stones, the kingdom of earth, this quaking circle shall rise perhaps for the last time. This day is a day as we have never seen in our many millennia. Never have the hills faced such a challenge from outside. Our battles have always been from within. But today we will unite, even with strangers. He says, sort of giving a glance sideways to you all. We fight for the fate of all the hills. Not only for our own kingdom, but for the survival of our way of life. It is time to take the battle to the Forsaken Circles. It is time to destroy these wretched beasts, to paint our grounds with their black blood. And perhaps, to stop the dragon, and to set the hills free once again. There's not a cheer. There is a resounding as everyone stomps their feet or slams their weapon onto the ground. We charge and we fight. Take heart, my soldiers. 
survive if you can for tomorrow. And then he turns and he climbs up upon the back of his worm, which is a sort of golden brown color. Uh, and everyone mounts their beasts of war. You hear a sort of hum as all of these machines come to life. Trebuchet! The four of you, along with Marie and Azuris, climb aboard a, uh, an, a sandworm that the queen is controlling. And the quaking circle goes to war. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Woo! Can I put a trebuchet in a bag of holding before we go? Yep, you do. You know trebuchets kill everything? (laughs) Episode 40. If you took a trebuchet, one shot would kill the Forsaken. You'll have to tune in next week for the finale of season three. Where trebuchets are the main character. Oh, yeah. My God in heaven. (laughs) Say trebuchet one more time. Thank you so much for listening. Trebuchet! Trebuchet. I hope that uh, hope that Jeffrey will shut up. I hope that you're ready for what's coming. We love and you. It's gonna be a trebuchet. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I have love real you. anxiety about how this is gonna end. Same. Mm. There will be okay. a trebuchet. You gotta Stars be careful when you're setting off a trebuchet. Trebuchets everywhere. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> we love Those you guys. Are we love you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bless you all. <laughs>